Hey now, what's up y'all? How you feeling? I am Vaughn DiCarlo, aka Coach Vaughn, and you are listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. Welcome. Um, I'm just going to let you know right up top if it sounds weird or there's any background noise, a little hissing here, a little something there, a little kid screaming, someone snoring. Uh, If you hear anything that you don't normally hear, um, it's because I'm on the train heading back from my um, trip home to Pittsburgh. I had a great time. Oh my God, I had such a great time. I got to see my family. Uh, my mom, my sister, my biological sister and her two kids, niece and nephew, uh, my nephew's girlfriend, uh, sweetheart, uh, studying at Pitt pre-med, and then my sister from another mother, um, and her two kids, and her whole family did a pre-Thanksgiving, we had Thanksgiving a week early because we were all home. Um, my um, sister from another mother lives all the way in Houston I'm in New York you know everyone came home this prior week and I got to see everyone I had a wonderful time I ate like a pig oh my god I haven't had a big mama style Thanksgiving in so long so um, yeah I can't I can't tell you how grateful I am to have went home. I performed a few times. Shout out to Judah Freelander for linking me to some really cool comics in Pittsburgh. Gab Bonesso. Um, did a few shows with her. She rocked out. I rocked out. Had a really good time. I posted some pictures on Instagram of my mom. And um, I miss my mom already. She's such a sweetie. And um, I'm going to try and get home more often. Maybe I'll get a lot of, you know, Pittsburgh road gigs gigs out there, perform. And then that way I'll get home more often. But I had a really good time. And um, I was thinking, like, I think I'm going to go back to being vegetarian. I had trouble eating the meat. I just... I don't know, meat is starting to gross me out. And was it Kyrie Irving recently that, like, just lashed out and people were asking about his vegetarian or or vegan diet or whatever, and he said, look, I'm just not going to eat a bunch of animals anymore. I'm just done eating a bunch of animals. I'm starting to feel that way, and, you know, we were looking at some videos. Well, I wasn't looking because I don't don't like looking at gross stuff. But um, one of my friends who was hanging out with us was talking about meat and the stuff that they do to meat and it's all the gross little things and she pulled up a video and was like look the butcher is cutting the cancer part off of the animal and he's selling he he cuts the cancer like if an animal (coughs) has cancer or whatever because animals are animals you know they get sick or whatnot we already know about the hormone injections and chemicals and all the stuff they put in in our food and and in the animals and stuff but one thing that I didn't it really didn't click into me until this past weekend when she pulled up that video and showed the butcher like literally it was a sick animal the animal had cancer so he cut the meat out of um, the cancer part out of the meat and 
was perfectly fine selling ugh, the rest of the animal but it's like hold on because um if the animal is sick it's sick like what if it's in other parts of the body and ugh, i just um yeah i was grossed out so i couldn't fully enjoy my food because I was like thinking about it and I was like I think we're gonna go back to being vegetarian I was vegetarian in high school um I didn't start eating meat actually until I was pregnant with my daughter and you know you could become have low iron iron and you know need certain types of food and my doctor was like hey uh try eating meat and I ate meat and then it was delicious (laughs) But I stopped eating meat again for a while, and then I got back into eating meat. And, and you know, you go back and forth with, with things throughout your life. And I just think I'm at the point where now, you know, I want to look at being healthy. And I'm doing the right thing by my body. <laughs> anyway, I've been doing a lot of thinking about that. And, and just, you know, just thinking about life in general and, and relationships and and you know sometimes in life you get caught up in in the wrong relationships and you think you're in the right relationship because it stimulates you it makes you feel great you know but um just because you're you're feeling good and you're feeling stimulated and you this situation that you're in is giving you all the things that you think you need it still may not be the best situation for you and and what you need and in the long run what you're loyal to may not be lawyer loyal back to you trying to say that right um makes me think about demarcus cousins it that was one of the saddest trades i've ever seen when the kings pretty much just gave him a boot and he went to the Pelicans Um, it was really sad I remember seeing this big strong 7 foot what 275 uh, 7 foot 270 pound pound man um, jerking back tears or holding back tears because it was um, very sad he wasn't expecting to be traded he's very loyal to the Kings he he loved Sacramento did a lot um, and I believe is still doing a lot for the community and the, the kids out there in Sacramento but they just kind of dumped him and then I, I read an article and he he was speaking on it and he was like you know he he was quoted saying I was a fool for staying with the Kings so long and if you think about that, it's in life, we sometimes get into situations like that where we're in a situation. And again, it's feeding us, it's stimulating us. We have perks. We're doing this. We're doing that. But are we being loyal to a situation that isn't going to be loyal to us in the long run? You know, he did. A, he loved the Kings. He did a lot for the Kings. And like I said, the whole community, Sacramento, but. You know, one of his biggest regrets was that he didn't leave when he had a chance to leave. And why didn't he leave? He wanted to give it a chance. He wanted to make it work. 
how many times have we been in in love relationships like that where you just you have a chance to to leave you see the signs you know you know you might you know end up in a bad position in the long run but you just want to you're stubborn and you want to give loyalty a try and you think that being loyal to something is is going to eventually work out but it doesn't if you're being loyal to the wrong thing you can't force making things work and then unfortunately what happens is when you're being used when you're in a situation where you're being used um, you could put all the love and passion into it that you want but if they don't feel that same way towards you and they're just using you for what stimuli they're receiving from you whatever you're giving them as soon as you're all used up you're gone and that could be this situation like with DeMarcus Cousins or it could be a a love relationship it could be a man it could be a woman it could be whatever Um, just try and recognize when you're being used but it's hard it's hard especially if you're enjoying the situation that you're in in any kind of way Um, so but like Cousins he had an opportunity to leave Um, And he did it because he wanted to force making it work. And he regrets that. Um, What are you going to do? You can't live in the past, right? So you just try to make your new situation work. And and you learn. You hopefully learn from your mistake and don't do it again. But um, when when, uh, George Carl had said no... No player is untradeable. Wow, let that sink in. And we we want these players to be so loyal to their teams. Um, But just think about that. No player is untradeable. Makes sense. But think about that in relationships. It's like, ugh. Do you want to be a person that is is replaceable? Hmm. So you're just going to spend all this time with me um, soak up all my time and and whatever love and and juiciness that you're receiving from me but um, all those good little perks and you're giving me some of that back that's where it gets confusing because like if you think about like women that are in, relation, are in relationships with like married men or side chicks, stuff like that. You go, well, what is it? She knows her position. Why is she in a relationship that is clearly not beneficial for her? You know, she's not going to be this person's wife. It can only go but so far. And there are situations where, yeah, she's probably using him for money or this, that, and the third, or it's just sex. But those aren't the situations I'm talking about. I'm, I'm not talking about people using people on that end. I'm talking about people using people on the other end. Where it's like you're... You could be in love with this person. Like DeMarcus Cousins was in love with the Kings in Sacramento. Um, they just did not love him back in the same way. They loved him for what he could bring. Was more than willing to use him up. For all the way through for whatever they wanted and then boom goodbye so how do you avoid that 
um, I guess you have to look at every situation in life, whether it's business or personal, romantic or whatever, and just go, look, what am, what am I giving? What am I getting? And vice versa. And just know that there is no such thing as an untradeable player. And just, you know, do your best to do right by people. That's all I say. Loyalty doesn't mean that you force the relationship to work. You know what I mean? Loyalty can mean that you just have a respectful conversation about what things is, what the reality is, and, you know, just letting people know where they stand and let them make clear decisions. I don't know. It's tough. I know. I, I know. It's it's tough. There's no real true answer to a lot of these things, you know. It's 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 a difficult thing and it's not it's not always a happy place to feel like you're the person getting a short end of the stick, especially when you're you know, you're top draft, you know, you, you're DeMarcus cousin, you're not a bum off the street, you know, and sometimes people, people get traded out of relationships, or they're, they're playing this side, or on the bench for somebody who's not even a, a really good bench player, it's like, wait a minute, I'm DeMarcus Cousins, you're trading me for what, for who, what was the situation again? wait a minute, I'm a starter, (laughs) top 10 draft picked here, top three, hey, number one, (laughs) know who you are, know your value, and just try to keep relationships that make sense to who and what you are, don't settle, and don't force yourself into being excessively loyal, look at what the other side is doing you know who did that well Kyrie Irving yeah that boy said look I don't care whose feelings are involved um I gotta go do me and you know I'm looking at Boston right now slaying left and right and I'm gonna go ahead and say Kyrie made a hell of a good decision And, you know, I'm not worried, you know, King James said it's too early to panic. I get it. But um, if you think about these three teams, right, you think about the Boston Celtics, you think about the Golden State Warriors, and you think about the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? Let's take a look at these three teams. Now, LeBron and company have some chemistry to build but not really but they do but they don't because they're they have players a championship team that was already put into place and then you added some elements Isaiah Thomas isn't healthy yet but you can see they're building chemistry you know off the court Isaiah's there you know dancing around with LeBron you you follow um Instagram posts you know you'll see them hanging out Stuff like that. They have some chemistry to build, but it's not like a brand new team. Then you take the Golden State Warriors where it's like, okay, um, formula set, we're good. 
they're a li little sloppy, but um, it's too early to panic. They could turn that switch on whenever they want, right? Then you take the Boston Celtics and you look at Kyrie, and these guys are playing like they got they're they're hungry. They got something to prove. LeBron ain't really got nothing to prove, y'all. I don't care what you say. Golden State Warriors, same thing. Kyrie and company, they're playing like they got something to to prove. They're playing hungry. And they got a lot of chemistry to build on that team, especially, you know, Gordon Hayward. Um, prayers up to his injury and his speedy recovery. But, you know, the, Boston is – they – they're they're gelling pretty fast or can we credit Kyrie as the coach what is it what's whatever it is it's working and you could almost at this point like comfortably say that it, it could be the Warriors and the Celtics this year in the finals not the Cavs dare I say that um, it's looking like that, but it's too early. Uh, we'll, we'll rehash this after Christmas, like I said in one of these past podcasts I did. Let's let's hit the panic button after um, I sit down and watch all those Christmas games. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Kyrie made a hell of a decision for himself. And that's what we have to learn as people, I think. We just have to realize that it, it's it, to be successful – in a lot of aspects you have to be very selfish um but i hate that word i'm not a selfish person i'm very giving a lot of people don't like to think of, of themselves as selfish but in a lot of ways you do have to i wish i could find a different word other than selfish because you 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 do have to be it's okay to make decisions for yourself. It's okay to self-preservation is fine. Um, it's like on an airplane, put your mask on first. You can't really help anyone else um, if you're suffocating and dying. So I don't like the term selfish, but in a sense, that's what it is. You have to set aside, um, not necessarily set aside, but set aside <laughs> how things may affect people you can look at it and go okay I don't want to hurt people but in making this decision you know, they're making a last call for Altina do you hear that do you guys hear that in the background sorry again I'm doing the podcast on the train I got a nine hour ride so um and I'm a little sleepy it's early you know I don't go to bed till late and my train left at like 7.30 a.m. So I'm like trying to do this podcast and all my brain cells aren't connecting. So I hope I'm not being too um, all over the place or slow talking or whatever. But where was I? See how that happens? Now we're going to listen back to the podcast. I didn't finish a thought. Uh, <laughs> oh, selfish. So, yeah. Um, you don't want to hurt people. You don't want to step on people's necks. And when I hear the word selfish, be selfish to be successful, that's almost what I hear. Like, fuck everybody. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to, you know, be dirty and, and step on people's necks to get on the top. And I don't really believe in that. 
feel like if you have to be dirty to get to the top, maybe the top isn't where you need to be. I don't know. Look at our stupid president. The worst person on planet Earth that could be in the top position in the nation just being a classless bum every second he gets a chance on Twitter. I just, I'm I'm so exhausted of that man and it's just disgusting. He tweeted yesterday about LeVar Ball and saying he should have just left LiAngelo Ball and the other UCLA players in jail. First of all, they weren't in jail. Um, they were detained and they had to stay at their hotel and they were trying to figure things out and but he said he should have left them in jail because they weren't grateful enough. Like, get off your own nutsack, um, 45, please. Ugh, it's disgusting and embarrassing that this man is running our country. Can you imagine if Obama did 1% of what this idiot is doing? Would have never happened. But let's, uh, let's not digress into that mess. It gives me a headache. Ugh. But, um... Oh, we were talking about loyalty and all of that. So, if you think about Kyrie and the decision that he made and you're watching the Boston Celtics and you're seeing him thrive and, and, and do what he set out, what his goals are, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, could he have done it a better way? Should he have called LeBron? You know, sometimes when people pull back from doing things, it's because they don't want someone to talk them out of the a decision that they they've already made so they'll shut down and and become defensive about that decision maybe that's what it was I don't know um but I know like in a DeMarcus Cousins situation to see a grown man crying you know it's that that I, I don't think I'll ever get over that that was really disgusting um by the way one of my favorite players, and I have a lot, but um, most of them have played for the Knicks once upon a time, um, because, you know, I'm a very loyal person, and um, David Lee retired from the NBA after 12 seasons, which is pretty cool. I used to love watching David Lee, um, Nate Robinson, D'Angelo, or D'Angelo, <laughs> D'Amelio Gallinari. I never get his name right. I barely get my name right, so it's whatever. Um, uh, David Lee retires with a, a championship with the Golden State Warriors in 2015, which is pretty cool. But that's what they do. You know, you once a Nick, always a Nick that uh, goes to another team and get a championship or whatnot. You know how our Knicks roll. Um, Knicks aren't looking too bad right now, but I'm not going to get all into it. I'm, I'm preaching the gospel about loyalty um, to your own detriment, to, to, to a fault, to hurting yourself. And at the end of the day, I'm a Knicks fan. So that says it all about the type of person that, that I am, it, that I am, and that, you know, you have to be very careful the situations that you get in. Like I was saying earlier, you cannot allow a relationship that you're in to, to be right and wrong at the same time like if it's wrong it's wrong and it's unfortunate when you're a very loyal loving giving person it's it's almost easy 
not almost it is very easy to be taken advantage of and trust and believe people will take all your fruit and juices right off of your tree and hell they'll take the leaves too and they will leave you with nothing but some dry ass branches and you'll be like well wait a minute what I thought you know I thought I was special to you no you're not special to that person you're the moment you have with that person may be special you may be special in a sense but you if you're not a priority in someone's life don't make them a priority in yours and trust me I'm, I'm saying that and I know how difficult it can be I'm not judging um, at all because I know situations can be very difficult especially if it's someone um, is making you feel good and you're, and, and, and you're vibing and everything is good but if you know the truth and you know you're not a priority in that person's life, then what are you really doing? You will be cut from the team whenever they are done um, with you. There's no passion or loyalty behind what their selfish endeavors are, what their purpose is, who they have as a priority in their life. It's always going to come first. So you'll be cut. You'll be benched. And then eventually cut or or just cut whenever they're done. And that's just reality. So you have to look at every situation that you're in and go, okay, do I want to stay in this situation where I'm so vulnerable to where I could be cut at any time and force the situation and try to make it work and, and try to make it work under unrealistic circumstances? And, and that would be Kyrie, like in Kyrie's mind. You know, it was an unrealistic situation for him where he felt like he couldn't do the things that he needed to do and the goals that he set for himself in his life and in basketball. Perfectly clear now. You know, so he had to leave the Cavs so that he could find his place. So it's like if you're in a relationship with the wrong person, it may feel good. You may be stimulated. You may be feeling good and all of those things in a moment and that person may fill many voids that you have but if you look long term are you going to be left the hell without a team depending on what age you are you might already be at retire age and still trying to be in the game and um i don't know you might want to take a look at that look at your situation and be realistic and just go okay if I'm spending all my time and feeding someone the fruits off of my juicy little tree here and um, this isn't the person that should be enjoying my fruits by the time you meet the person do you have any fruit left <laughs> are you even going to meet that person that is supposed to have your fruit because all of your time and energy and thoughts go into a person whose thoughts may not may be with you sometimes, but not, not all the time, not in a priority sense, not in a sense where you can't be cut. No player is untradeable. No woman is untradeable. No man is untradeable. Um, but you may very well 
meet that person in life that is a, I don't know, a Kobe in a sense, a, a Kobe Lakers relationship where neither the Lakers or Kobe really felt like they could live without one another in a sense. Kobe wanted to retire with the Lakers. The Lakers wanted Kobe to retire with him, with them. They had one of the strongest relationships in the history of the NBA, in my humble opinion. And it's a good example of the type of relationship you probably should want in your life. Um, don't just be on a team because it's giving you money, uh, a little bit of a, a position, maybe not the highest position that you want, but it's like, okay, I'll just settle for this. No, if you're a wife, why are you settling for a side chick position? You're a starter. Why are you on the bench? Makes sense, right? Kobe wasn't going to go anywhere, and the Lakers didn't want him to. So you'll meet someone, hopefully, that will have that Kobe-Lakers relationship, that passion where it's like, look, I can't live without you, and I don't want either, either both sides, sorry, both sides feel like we can't live without each other. That is the relationship I'm hoping to have moving forward in my life. I want the Kobe Lakers relationship. I don't want the Sacramento Kings, the Marcus Cousin relationship, where it's like, yeah, it was good. He made money. You know, he was him. He played. He balled. You know, it's the NBA. Can't complain but so much. But then, boom. They didn't, it wasn't the Lakers. You know, the the, the, the Lakers did, did right by Kobe. You know, Kobe did right by the Lakers. Um, DeMarcus Cousins did right by the Kings. The Kings did not do right by DeMarcus Cousins. You guys get what I'm saying, right? Hopefully. Am I connecting with you today or am I just like, blah, trying to talk low on a train? And I'm a little sad leaving. You know, I'm happy to get back to New York. As always, I love New York. And I have shows tonight and coming up this week. I'm, I'm going to be with Keith Robinson out in... Um, Valley Forge Casino. I'm excited about that show. I've been talking about it. Um, so I'm happy to get back to New York, but I am very sad to be, you know, going the distance away from my family. I'm all alone in New York. You know, I don't have family there. My daughter moved away and went to college. Um, I'm still single after six years. <laughs> So, you know, I, well, not really. I'm married to comedy. Maybe comedy will be my Lakers. You know, I, I hope my career goes great, guys, but let's be real. I'm a relationship girl. I am someone's wife. I am no one's side chick, and I'm definitely not the girl in the club that when they go, all the single ladies, I'll raise your hand. I'm not one of those happy women that's like yeah single raising my hand <laughs> that's not me there is some aspects of being single that's great but I know how to be in a solid relationship and still have my freedom and and still um allow for freedom on both parts you know so being in a relationship is not something that feels restricting 
to me. I just wouldn't be in a relationship with someone that restricts me in any kind of way. So I'll get there. I'll find my Lakers team because I'm, hey, I'm, I'm Kobe. Let's be real. I am Vaughn Mamba. <laughs> I am the mixed Mamba. <laughs> oh, God, I need to get a bagel and some coffee. Well, I have coffee sitting here. I should have drank it before the show, but I think I'm addicted to caffeine because when I drink coffee now, I just want to take a nap. So I think that means I'm addicted to caffeine. So along with my new venture of cutting meat out of my diet and becoming a vegetarian, again, I may have fish. I think, what is that called? Fishitarian or pescatarian, whatever, all these terms, whatever they are. Um, for the protein, but I don't know. For right now, meat is grossing me out, and I want to be healthy. I'm, I am what they call thicker than a snicker right now, but uh, that weight is heavy for me. I don't care how juicy and delicious I may look to others. Um, I'm just way over my comfortable weight, and I don't feel very energetic and healthy lately, so I'm going to readjust my diet and my mindset. I'm definitely going to cut out meat and I should cut out coffee if it's not (laughs) stimulating me. You know what I mean? I am not loyal to this coffee. I think the relationship with coffee and meat should be over. Um, I don't know if I could do it all at one time. We'll see. But Hey, we had another good episode, I hope. Ew, my energy sucks today, I guess. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. You guys will let me know, I'm sure. I'll get some tweets and some comments on my Instagram. Follow me at Von D. Carlo, V-O-N-D-E-C-A-R-L-O. Always use the hashtag Coach Vaughn, V-O-N. Uh, listen to the Coach Vaughn podcast on um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the Misfits Network, laughable and anywhere else you can find podcasts to listen to it on my website coachvonpodcast.com or just coachvon.com if you're lazy and don't want to type um, you can also get my social media links from there as well we had a good time I don't know if my brain cells connected properly today but hopefully if not I'm, it's my podcast you know I could record whenever I want all right I'll just rehash all of this any questions or comments, uh, follow my station head. I'm still trying to build my following there, guys. I need you guys to come on over to station head and do what it do so we could do the live call-in show. And then we could have some clarity there. Um, also, I don't always remember to say this, but you know I am an author and I have a book called Speak Fluent Man. If you go to speakfluentman.com, uh, you could get my book. It's a memoir and some good information in there about relationships. I should probably (laughs) pick it up and read it myself and remind myself who I am. I am Vaughn Mamba. Number one draft pick, all right? You know, I'm all that. (laughs) I'm bugging. Coach Vaughn out.